Comrades, welcome to episode 24 of the Quamfi Show. We're going to be talking a bunch of Q&T today. There are a bunch of misconceptions. Just a tech guy made a thread. We're going to have a look at what he has to say. And we're obviously going to dive a little bit deeper. Also, some interesting news from Will's stats. And we're going to have a look at Q&T price. It was a little bit of a dip yesterday. Some uh, Elon Bitcoin FUD and Quant right now is, again, at 100 euros. So not that much lost. Um, so that's going to be the episode. Make sure to check the timestamps. The Just a Tech Guy thread has a lot of misconceptions that he is pointing out. Ah, almost got you there. Um, so yeah, make sure to check the timestamps and uh, you can skip to whichever one you like. Make sure to leave a comment if you have any questions or any fear or uncertainty or doubts or just a compliment. Those are welcome to leave also a thumbs up. Tim, you're smiling. How's life? Uh, life's okay. I'm uh, much cooler than I was uh, a couple of days ago. The Dutch show was being recorded at an external location for me because I the luxury and privilege of having air conditioning. Uh, Jarno didn't have that, so he was sweating. And we yeah. uh, recorded an episode of one hour in in in, uh, in Dutch. <laughs> it was kind of a messy episode, but I liked it. And uh, now the temperatures are kind of back to normal again here, so I'm all good. Looking forward to summer. Everything is chill. Most people are on holidays now. This is the first time I'm actually working during a, a holiday period. It's weird. I've always been in school. And then you have literal summer holidays where you don't have to do anything. And now I'm working through summer, which is weird because there's not that much to do. It's an odd experience. Anyway, I'm, I'm all good. How's your life, uh, Jono? How are you? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. A little bit of a cough still. I'll try and uh, limit that as much as possible. But besides that, I managed to do some, uh, some push-ups and some rows today. So I got a little bit of a workout in. Freaking exhausting. Um, COVID hit me pretty hard, not going to lie. Um, but besides that, um, yeah, doing pretty good. Um, reasonably busy. Family is doing well. Everybody is, is recovered from their illnesses. Smoke's uh, head is doing a lot better, um, which is also nice. So that gives me a lot of uh, mental space, if you will. And besides that, yeah, just keeping busy actually and um really excited to record this i loved uh, reading that thread by uh, by just the tech guy so i'm really excited uh, to have a stab sure. at yeah and and give him some exposure because i believe the last two or three times that i quote unquote promised to do it just a tech guy coverage it, it didn't make the show for some reason um usually it's really tech heavy and really deep knowledge which is um yeah how do we say more exhausting to cover um also for me so that's usually what is being uh being taken off the menu yeah, we usually like also uh, park it somewhere at the end of the episode yeah exactly that's why i just took this thread um to go through today yeah um great <laughs> yeah you're still coughing a bit but you're much better than you were last week hey before we uh kind of kick off the episode i want to mm -hmm. uh well clear up one 
thing we did it in Dutch already last show, but I still want to point it out in, in, mm. in English as well. Uh, it refers to the Galileo, yeah, the Galileo protocol. Uh, we got it on the episode. We we uh, showed you the well the project, and uh, well we are involved obviously. So um, that's the reason we 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 shared it. But we are also really excited about it because it is Curacy twenty. It is um, one of the first applications on Overledger. So we got some critique on that in the in the Dutch show, and, and some people might have felt the same in English. Um, so we will just be covering it uh, in terms of the Overledger side. And if there's yeah. anything Q&T, then we will share it. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I do want to uh, continue on that a little bit because um, it is the Quantum Show, and yes, yeah. we are predominantly covering Q&T, but um, Quant has a very, very large scope yeah. uh, and means that there's a lot of projects that are going to be utilizing QRC20, SAT, uh, or just Overledger, Overledger Network. And um, we will be covering those projects when they come up. So if there is some kind of shitcoin that uses QRC20, we, we, we might um, cover that. What you can expect yeah. if we do that is you'll always know if we're involved or if we're not involved. Yep. Those disclaimers mean a lot to us. And of course, we, we'd like to hear your feedback on this. This will never become a shitcoin shilling channel. And um, I will never take a payment for, for promoting a token or, or, or whatever. Um, I don't think that's the way to do this. Um, like I explained on the Dutch episode as well. Um, and I think I explained it in English that I started with Galileo as a favor. You know, I cannot hear you at the moment. You can hear me. Audio. No, I can hear you now again. Okay. So, uh, Ned and I were friends, and um, he asked me to just look at some documents and give him some feedback. And I wasn't on a payroll then, um, and that came uh, that came later that I became an advisor for them. So that's how that organically went, if anybody gives a shit. Um, so, is my audio still on? Yeah, could you just rework your uh, antenna, perhaps for a bit? Yeah, uh, it sounds okay, but I feel like I'm not sure. It was like uh, you you were sitting down, and then the audio was a bit different. Anyway, okay. to, to, to kind of summarize, uh, yes, you were involved. They are comrades. They are very um, active, also in the quant community, and we just wanted to give them a little shout out. And and to be fair, and and that's uh, where I want to cut this off. We do this at the end of episodes. We usually have the casino mm. at the end where we do the shenanigans of the people asking questions. On Instagram and also uh, telling our uh, well shitcoin uh, ventures into the crypto market. Yeah, I'm getting, a request. I'm getting a request in the Galileo community. Are you starting at the Galilean show? No, no, we, we, no, we, we are not going to do that. No. Um, but we can no. obviously tell stories about what's going on in the quantum universe. This is yeah. part of the quantum universe. So exactly. So you Enough can expect about this. Huh? You can you can expect updates on Galileo whenever they have something live. Same yep. with other projects that might be interesting. Anyways, moving on. Let's uh, let's see what we have here. Because okay, what am I doxing? Let's delve know. into the. Uh... Okay. So we are at Q and T, 
And we are seeing a price of 101 euros at the moment. At the moment. At yeah. the moment. That, this is the, the 14 day. As you can see, we are essentially going. To, yeah, we're essentially going sideways since Friday, July 15th. I have this fan here and it's nice and cool, but when it blows in my face, my throat dries up. Maybe I shouldn't talk that much. Oh, wait, I want to show. Um, anyway, so this is the seven day choppy, choppy, choppy. The big dip yesterday down to 92. Um, why was there a dip? Well, um, allegedly, good old Elon um, eh, sold some uh, sold some BTC. Oh no! Yeah, seventy five percent of 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 their total supply was under a billion. And they know the funny part is, the market has totally absorbed it because we knew from the earnings from their uh, from their balance sheet. So it didn't even move the freaking needle as far as we know. But on the news, you idiots, maybe not you, but some idiots, um, dumped dumped their shit, whatever they, they had. There were a ton of tokens that, to, that dumped for a little bit. That's pretty um, interesting. It's fascinating. We are fascinating creatures. It's, uh, I don't know. Uh, we know crypto is being manipulated. Uh, we know that it doesn't take much to move the needle on QNT. Uh, some order books. Uh, you can move the price 5 to 10 euros by, by, by 100 QNT dump or by mm -hmm. market, um, which is also fascinating. But, but yeah, there are so many people that are simply not read up on, on what they... Uh, what they invested in, what they put money in. We talked about this last week. And yeah, if, if, if that is what you are doing and you're just throwing shit against the wall and see what sticks, um, same with the, with the LCX. LCX got um, called a security today by the SEC. And this is not going to be the LCX show, but just to, uh, when I looked earlier, it, it dumped, what was it, 10%, 20%? Uh, yeah. Long, long token. It was both from the news, right? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, LCX is ten percent down on the twenty-four hour. Yeah. This uh, was probably uh, also a result of the news. I don't know. It's also kind of choppy. Could also be a regular market. Maybe I'm wrong. It's uh, there's not that much volume probably anyway. Yeah, I read something about LCX one, being hmm? one million. Oh no! I mean, I read <laughs> something about LCX being like, studied by the SEC or suits or something. I I don't care. I don't know. Yeah, Just there was LCX. there's this class action or something or this lawsuit going on for insider trading of one of the Coinbase people allegedly. To be fair, I really don't care that much anymore about all this stuff in the crypto space. I was just thinking about it today, like the amount of information we had being thrown at us the past 12 months, the narrative that was shifting every week or so, literally every week at a, at a different narrative. <laughs> it's insane. This space is moving so, so, so fast. 
And the only thing we we, we create all the, all those narratives is because we try to explain our own stupidity in what we're doing. Bread That's and circuses. Analysis. It's bread yeah, and it, circuses. Yeah, yeah. We're just trying to see patterns which aren't there, and and everyone is trying to influence this. In in a part that I wrote for Nagato, I, I was writing about this, and I said, well. Everyone is trying to influence you. Everyone. And, yeah. and you start believing in it yourself. Made a telegram message yesterday. China FUD, Elon FUD, BTC FUD, GOX FUD, Inflation FUD, Rate FUD, Stock FUD, Economy FUD, Government FUD, COVID FUD. What did I miss? Dog Monkey FUD. Monkeypox. Monkeypox, that's right. Fucking the narrative around that. No, let's not go there. It's, it's despicable. Anyway, one for show. Let's see. How comfy can we get this episode? What do we have here? Whale stats. Free data on crypto whales at whale stats. New record. QNT reaches an astonishing 60,000 plus holders. Current holder count 60k and 16. Congratulations, comrades. The top 1,000 ETH wallets are holding 360 1,197 QNT worth a cumulative 29 million USD. Source, willstats.com. Hashtag quad, hashtag overledger, hashtag mdaps. That's cool. Those, uh, those hashtags. And they are shilling their own baby world club token. I'll like it anyway. Retweet. So, that's nice. Yeah, we finally broke uh, the 60K, um, which is quite hilarious because I looked it up and Dot Dot has as 600K. Yeah, may I uh, show you a bit something? Yeah. Uh, we're talking about 60K. It's pretty interesting. I'll show you. It's over 60,000! Yeah. No, um, <laughs> talk about Dot for a bit. Um, yeah, so... Dot? So, so, so dot. I'm I, I'm here. Let, let let me see if I got this right. Um, so dot currently is a market cap of eight billion. What was it dot? So that's an eight x for QT. What's your position? Rank eleven. Rank eleven. Eight billion. Sorry, my chicken is fighting back. Um, let's see. Dot wallets. I sometimes mix up my dots and my souls and my all that kind of garbage. Uh, uh, those projects. Dot wallets count. How many dot holders are there? Yeah, okay. This is all really difficult for me right now, apparently. Hmm. Good thing this is not all live and we'll edit this. Oh, uh, wait, what? <laughs> now, I, I, I looked this up a couple of weeks back. I don't know why I'm doubting this. Um, but they have 10x the amount of uh, of wallets. And yeah, yeah about 8x the amount of market cap. At, dot, at Dot's market cap, if I go to Quamfi Lounge... Mm -hmm. that hurt I'm sorry let's see what 
space billion. I only have one token. Quant will be six hundred dollars at current dot market cap. Are we yes. done with dot? Yeah, we're done. Are you uh, okay. ready? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for the dot shenanigans. We're just looking for uh, that's okay for something. Um, okay, so oh, me sharing a screen is usually a disaster. I apologize. Hmm. Okay, so what you're looking at here um, is uh, a quantum dates post oh. from a year ago. It One is year. yeah, it actually is, uh, dates from the twentieth of July, twenty twenty one. And if we look at the calendar of today, you will see it is the 21st of July, 2022. So this is 366 days ago. Nice. And one year ago, we were at 20K holders, 20,000 holders. And it states, hey, 20K holders, you're early. Just hodl and thank us next year. Uh, mm. So this is one year later. Oh, and well, we are at 60k holders. I'm not sure about the price, but I've been a bit lower. Some price predictions for next year. I'm reading here in the comments someone says 25k. We ourselves say 1k isn't unthinkable. <laughs> what, 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 what? What? We, well, yeah. we say 1k isn't unthinkable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it okay, hurts. So uh, apparently, year to year, we we grew with forty thousand holders. That that is that is significant. <laughs> we added two. Yeah, that that is. We tripled. The title of the video is going to be Quant Freak X Wallets in One Year, something like that. X wallets, total wallets. Yep, that's going to also... be something. And uh, misconceptions about quants. We also have 40k more crybabies now. I remember, I remember the moments of peak thought and, and, and peak uncertainty with everything when we were just consistently dumping for months. On end, that was terrible. That was a terrible uh, glide downwards. <laughs> but we welcome be a part of the team, I would say. Okay, so that was a pretty interesting statistic. Uh, I think we're not going to stick here much longer, or Jarno wants to. I'm not sure. No, just looking. Did we talk about? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, we did. Right, the response from the team on our email. Uh, we did not, and we wanted to address it this episode. So let's here see. we go. Let's see what we have here. Yeah, bring it up. And actually, we 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 knew this already for a week. Uh, we just found out after the show. Uh, we recorded everything, and I was like, "All right, hey, by the way, did we get an email back from the team? We sent the." The team in the email last week that we got something back and then Jarno checked we both found out that we actually got a reply 
<laughs> so here it is. Um, right. What you see here, typo on the website and a quick question. So we found the word contact in the sentence. One single vulnerability in the contact can result in millions in losses for an unsuspecting token issuer. And that obviously should be contract. So we sent an email. And it reads, dear team, love to do website while we're browsing the website while creating content for our channel. The Quanfa Show, we noticed a typo on the page that is highlighted. Contact should likely be contracts. And we also asked the questions, are the fees paid by customers converted into Q&T and locked for the duration of the license as with OVO, OV, and RCG licenses? And will it, will it be possible to pay for the license fee in Q&T directly? Thank you kindly, Jarno and Tim. And uh, it got updated and then they responded. Thank you for contacting Quant Support. We appreciate you catching the typo and have modified the website since. As for the questions, I have sent those to the relevant team and awaiting their reply. We'll update you soon. So they have several teams, which is interesting. The typo got fixed, which is also nice because how long did that take before they did that? So a week, eight days. So that's like five business days. So I'd say that's uh, that's pretty okay in my book for a company that is trying to be as lean as possible. Um, and ever since then, I found an other thing. So I sent them a new email. I, I sent them, thank you for correcting and also thank you for forwarding our questions. I found this readability issue on mobile, Android firmware version, blah, 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 below. To me, the menu is entirely, is it entirely readable? Should that be? I have trouble choosing the right options. And it's because of this. So I opened this on my phone and I'm interested in becoming a quant. Well, some people call me a quant regularly, so I kind of already fit that. Um, Actually, a quant is someone who's doing quantitative analysis, right? So like an econometrist. Yeah. Yeah. And under that, but I don't think that's my... what they are. Uh... No, no, no. But if you open this on desktop, you can actually read. I become in becoming a quant uh, supporter, customer, developer, whatever. But it doesn't fit here, and I couldn't scroll, so I couldn't see. Um, haven't gotten a reply from them. I'm not scrolling down further. You don't need to know all my phone stats. Um, so we'll have to wait on that. Um, and as soon as we get a response, I have follow-up questions pertaining to um, the token utility. Um, if you guys have any other things you think are unclear or you're unsure about and please keep this a little bit um tech oriented or or, or utility oriented um you can post this and we'll definitely consider asking if it fits the thread does that make sense Tim? it does it does yeah okay so that was the uh response we did get a response and we're still awaiting the further questions. Let's see what they are going to answer there. It's a bit of a cliffhanger. Uh, yeah. Let's move on. Are we going towards just a tech guy or are we going to talk about something else first? I don't know. Are we going to what? Just a tech guy? The Twitter yeah. uh, thread? Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or, or do you have anything else for in between? A snack? Uh, yeah. Not really I, I do have some snacks at the end we're gonna look at some instagram questions so uh... mm. yeah, okay. it's, it's, go it's gonna be uh well 
in the Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, so, so Tim is going to do his best to try and keep up with the the separate topics, um, and 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 we're just going to try and 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 pour some gravy over some of these topics. So this is just a tech guy. Um, this is in the reader, reader, thread, thread reader. So choked on that for a bit. Um, at just a tech guy on Twitter. And it reads the great misconception thread on QNT. First of all, it is not a blockchain. Okay, so this is one of the most common. Um, questions and even before not so long ago it was the most common uh, piece of FUD because people did not understand what's Quot going to do yeah so how, how do you explain to people that came into this space knowing about Bitcoin, Ethereum and Ethereum. And, and Ethereum and XRP and God knows what um, those have their tokens that are obviously um, implemented on their own blockchain and and serve their own blockchain. So Quant being an operating system in quotations, it's not really an operating system. Um, and it has a token, but it is on the Ethereum network. Ethereum makes it a little bit odd because, um, and, and we're getting this a little bit later, but I'm just going to uh, nip this in the bud right here. Um, because Quant is on the Ethereum network, people assume that it has the same limitations as ETH and the Ethereum blockchain itself. And that is what, five, five transactions a second, something like that. Um, and obviously the gas fees and, and the proof of work model, etc. Um, but this is not the case because what the QNT token does, it resides on the Ethereum blockchain. It is minted as such. It is an ERC20 token. Every time when I say ERC20 token, I hear Scott Pratt. Uh, it's from L L Love for Crypto, I believe. Mm -hmm. An ERC20 token is a fucking savior. Who'd have thought it? <laughs> he's, a, he's a beautiful meme. Scott, if you see this, we love you, man. You're a hero to us. Um, anyway, an ERC20 token. Um, and, and, and yes, the ERC20 the token... <laughs> the ERC20 token is indeed limited on the Ethereum blockchain. And if you want to trade QNT, don't trade QNT, guys. Please. It's, Let's uh, stick on topic for a bit. Like... <laughs> then you need to pay the gas. You need to pay the gas fees. And um, if you want to transfer it, you need to pay the gas fees. So you're always dependent on Ethereum speed, Ethereum reliability, Ethereum congestibility. And it gets congested a lot, especially when profits are bound to be high. So in my opinion, it's mostly traders that are having issues. Hodlers, not so much. Regardless of that, the QNT token is only um, needed, or it is needed to get onto the Overledger network. So, to open uh, a, a, a contract or payment channel, 
you're going to need to do an Ethereum transaction. From then, the token uh, gives you access to whatever you need to do with Overledger. Everything on Overledger is also powered by QNT, but is not um, on the Ethereum blockchain. It is its own little playground. So, for lack of a better example, it's like going to a theme park. You you need to take the highway, you're stuck in traffic, blah, 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 blah. It's really shit. But as soon as you go through the gates, you're no longer at the mercy of all the other cars around you. Now you have to wait in line for the attractions, but that doesn't happen on Overledger because it scales indefinitely, thanks to Kubernetes. So everything that happens there is off-chain, like a layer two or layer zero, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and as far as the Ethereum blockchain knows, those Q and T are, um, are, are, are they went to a specific wallet or location, which is wallet, and and it just stays there. And then all the magic happens off chain until the payment channel is closed, and then there is another uh, log on the Ethereum blockchain. So that means you have to pay gas twice. Everything that happens in between is gas-free, Ethereum-wise. So um, that, by estimate, brings costs of uh, transactions and stuff down by approximate 93 to 97%, kind of depending on uh, which stats you choose to use, but it's well over 90% cost reductions, which is amazing. Um so that kind of also addressed it. it's not a blockchain because what it does, it interoperates blockchains, DLT, and legacy. Meaning that if you want to uh, do a transaction on XDC, for instance, they are right now uh, live on mainnet overledger, um, and you also want to do a transaction on Polygon. Was that Polygon or Solana? I keep mixing those up as well. One of those two is also... <laughs> uh, Polygon. Yeah, Polygon, is that right? Yeah. So th they are also compatible uh, and live on mainnet. So you can have interoperability between those two. means that um, you can have um, with an MDAP, and that's what is being addressed here later. If you create an MDAP, you can have properties of XDC, you have, have properties of Polygon, and you can have properties of Ethereum. And, and you can do all that, whatever you want, actually, with the MDAP you created on Overledger Network. And whenever it is needed to write to the specific blockchains, for instance, you did a payment, I, I paid Tim, and I used um, an Ethereum smart contract, I used XDC Speed, and I used Polygon, God knows what, um, then it could have been that uh, that I've used some of their of their tokens for for transactions, and Overledger can just seamlessly uh, write to those blockchains. It's it's truly fully interoperable, and 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 that's also what is um, stated here. Let me bring back my screen. So it is not a blockchain. MDAPs do not suffer from ETH speed and fees. Overledger Net includes a multi-DLT Lightning Network with instant and fearless payments. <laughs> Call it the Lightning yeah. Network. Yeah. So, 
yeah, to summarize, we are not a blockchain. We are a blockchain operating system. That's quite easy to understand for me, but most people don't get it. The second one is that the fees on Ethereum are not affecting, and that's a question I get a lot, are not affecting what is happening on Overledger. Think of the Team Park example Jarno just gave you. Jarno is in the means I'm just choking, I guess. He's, or he's squatting. I'm not sure what he's doing. This is some very interesting content for the viewers. No, it's not. Oh. I'm just leaning over my desk, stretching my calves right now. Ah. Juicy. Uh, and and it, yeah, well, the, the, the fees on the Ethereum are not affecting what is happening on Overledger. Yeah. Right? That's a starting point. And even even when people complain about Ethereum, uh, just to take I makes a third point. And that is so- that we can move to any chain. Mm. So quite literally. The, yeah, because Quant right now is an ERC20. Um, that is by choice because it is the most common uh, token, token standard, uh, the Ethereum virtual machine, whatever you want to call it, the ERC20 standard, whatever it is, is most used. So everybody knows it. Everybody can work with it in general. Um, but in case um, ETH ha- gets some problems, congestions get terrible, QT could simply just migrate to, for instance, Dare I say it, Tron or, um, or, 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 or whatever other. XCC is one of the most desired uh, chains, I think. Their community at least loves QNT. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. We we could literally move to any blockchain, and Overledger and, would not and, be affected. Yeah, and why? It is simply because of what I said earlier. The only reason why. Quant is right now on Ethereum is because it is easy and it is accessible. The only thing that QNT does right now on Ethereum is make us rich. And yeah, and go ahead. Well, the, the, the main reason Quant is chosen for Ethereum is because it is the most proven network. It is the yeah. most stressed resilient network out there. Uh, uh, it's not, it's not it, Solana where, oh yeah, well, the Solana internal clock isn't working anymore, so transactions are not arriving, but hey, uh, we're having a Solana party in this month. That's not... Yeah. Ethereum is not resilient at all because it gets congested whenever there, there's, there's... Sure, there's but high. it is the most proven yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not been offline. out there. No, yeah, and, and that is the reason that, that Quan has opted for, okay, let's let's at least go for a network that is kind of tested, has been stress tested many times. Okay. Uh, that, and that, that is the reason they're going for that. And you can that, that, you can think everything of it, but that's the reason for the team. That, yet, that is true. Still, if Quan wants to move to any other chain, it can, because it is not dependent on Ethereum for anything. No. So well, it's not dependent on Ethereum for its infrastructure. It's not dependent for any other function. And that's also why it hasn't moved yet. Because why would Quant go through the headache of moving to some new fresh blockchain, HDR, XDC, Polygon, whatever, and, 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 and do a token swap 
and 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 do all the migration shit. And and what do you think of the headache with customer service of everybody needing to to swap their tokens? Tokens get stuck. Uh, people make mistakes. It 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 will be a, it will be a mess, and it's unnecessary because Ethereum for what Quant needs works. Yeah, yeah, that that is the main reason. It just works, and there's no need to uh, swap to other chains. Yeah, stop complaining. Uh, <laughs> the next, just yeah, stick stop, it in stop. your ledger and, and and check back in 2025, guys. Come on, <laughs> indeed, stop trading. <laughs> Interledger is not like Overledger. Okay, so um, XRP has well over 2 million wallets. And there are a lot of XRP people. And they are stuck. Um, I believe XRP is still the same price as it was back in the end of 2020. I can remember because the the, the man that um, I was, uh, that told me to buy XRP actually made me dive into XRP and then I bought Quant the same day because a friend of mine said, no, man, don't buy XRP. You'll lose money. Here, look at this thing called Quant. Well, you all heard my origin story. Um, but yeah. If you didn't, uh, go to the first episode, you'll hear the origin story. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good plug. Uh, let's make a chart out of that in the top right. Just scroll um, down. Go to the first episode. Uh, nice. So Interledger is not like Overledger. Why not? Um, Interledger is a deal to anything. Sorry. <clears throat> Interledger is a, is a DLT. XRP is a settlement asset. So XRP is, is kind of trying to be money. This is not going to be an XRP course, but it's trying to be money. It's trying to... Um, be a settlement asset. So money goes in here, XRP goes in the middle, money goes the other way, kind of like that. Um, and it's distributed, etc. So it has its own infrastructure. It has its own uh, benefits. It has its own limitations. Um, and it's called Ledger, Inter-Ledger. Over-Ledger, on the other hand, um, is not a DLT, is not a blockchain, and is not intended for payment. Um, nope. Overledger predominantly, and I, and I think everybody should should understand this. Quant has, and and that that's what interested me the most. Quant is not about being money. Quant could not even be money, but it doesn't try to be money. It tries to be something that makes everything else better. Yeah. So. Quant is what makes everything else shine. So Quant is primarily used for interoperating data. And it's, uh, I had an interview with Greg Lund uh, last week. And we spoke about this. Data is what makes the world go round. Data is what will make people the most money. Data is the new oil, yada, yada, yada. But the problem is data is always owned by somebody. And usually companies that are big enough want to control their own data. And as much as they can. What is the best way to control data is if you own the infrastructure you run it on. If you, um, if you own the means of data gathering. 
and all of those things. So you want it all for yourself, for yourself, for yourself. That's why every country also has their own currency. Because they have control, because they have power over that, and they can manipulate it as they will. And this sounds really negative, but this is actually um, pretty beneficial. That's also the reason why there are USDF, USDC, USDT, USD, God knows what, because everyone wants their piece of the pie. Everybody wants control. JPM coin, other example, they could have just used USDC, but USDC is issued by Circle. JPM wants their own coin because of control, because of seeing their own balance sheet, because of keeping everything in-house, keeping it private. That will not change. Countries, mosquito, countries will always want to have control as much as they can over their own currency, over their own data. Same as we want this as individual users. Digital identity, self-sovereign identity, zero knowledge proof, all those things. Most people are scared because they don't understand. But what they don't understand is they should be scared now and not then. What does Quant do? Quant makes a solution that makes all these silos that I just discussed, all these power-hungry people creating their own little, little towers and their own little niches and their own little currencies, they're creating that for their own use. But they do not think into the future. Think of my example last week. They think of what they need now or what they needed back then. They thought they were first. They thought they were best. So they created their in-house solution. And now they realize, okay, everybody is doing this. So how are we going to get our money or our funds or their funds from them to us and vice versa? That's a problem. That's why you need interoperability. Overledger provides that. Overledger makes that possible. And why? Um, it, it could transfer the assets, but it interoperates the data stream so everything can communicate with each other so that uh, ledger changes can happen on both sides with the speed of light, probably, because Kubernetes your, your, is just... Your microphone is kind of... Uh, it's okay, but <laughs> sorry for interrupting your uh, freight okay. train going through. Choo-choo. Yeah, so... Overledger makes sure that everything can communicate with each other and that everything can work together. And because Apple wants to do business with Microsoft, if it makes them money, and JPM wants to do business with Circle, but they both have their their, their own uh, tokens, you're going to need something in between, a universal translator, and that's Overledger. So Overledger is not money. Overledger makes code understandable for everybody and everyone involved. How's my audio? It's okay. Again, you just, uh, it's like you were driving through a tunnel uh, explaining uh, what Overledger does at some okay. point. It, it wasn't too bad. Now it's... Yeah, is it bad again? Is it terrible No, again? it's okay. It's, it's, it's okay, actually, now. Back to the misconceptions. <laughs> okay. So, Interledger, not Overledger. Um, I think that is pretty clear. Um, if not, let us know in the comments. So, um. Overledger interoperates transactional. Let me, my mic. Overledger interoperates transactional mechanisms of DLTs, while Interledger can only send money across DLTs. <sighs> Overledger interoperates transactional mechanisms of DLTs, while Interledger can only send money across DLTs. Yeah. So what what just the tech guy says here. Mm-hmm. 
is that well intellectual is all about sending stuff from A to B while Overledger integrates those protocols itself without touching the so it, 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 let's explain this as road. So what Interledger does is a car can drive from point A to point B because it, it is in between those destinations. But Overledger connects road A to road B. So someone can go from a different destination to point B and not from point A because it can... I'm not... Yeah, it, it it kind of boils down to what I said earlier. Interledger sends sends money. Terrible example. Yeah, no, but it's 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 Interledger sends money. Interledger is about the money, and it comes in between, and it and it and it settles it. So, um, it's a settlement overled- mechanism. Yeah. So an overledger interoperates the transactional mechanisms themselves. Yeah. So it's a settlement. It, there, yeah. There's nothing in between. It's just a universal translator. Yeah. Another misconception. Quant is not a QRC20 token. QRC20 is for commercial stablecoins and payments instead. So, yeah. Quant is ERC20. QRC20, I need to grab. Hold on. <laughs> what is he going to do? Oh, he's. Uh... Oh, dear. We can. We can... should make this a GIF. Yeah, and you then, said you wanted to make it a gift the other time. When someone is posting votes in the Comfy Lounge, we can post that gift of Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> you are no choking. Okay. Anyway, QRC20, that has became a, 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 another point of, of uncertainty and doubt for people um, because QRC20 looks like ERC20 and um, it it might allude to a new blockchain or a new DLT or whatever um, that Quant is actually migrating to. Uh, well, this is not the case. Quant is still an ERC20, but the QRC20 token standard is a, a, a smart contract um, standard, if you will, um, on, on which people can create their, their their own tokens. And he says, indeed, um for commercial stablecoins and payments yes um or for internal or for whatever you want to do qrc20 can be a lot of things and we know for a fact right now tier one and two are on mainnet you can find that in another video we'll try and put up a, a chart in the top left or top right for the viewers uh <laughs> yeah I keep fucking that up. Also, because I see my own name and show mirrored, because it it records it. Yeah, mirrored. yeah, no, that's not good. Anyway, so QRC twenty, QRC twenty, you can get a QRC twenty license, and you can create your own token, and you can create uh, the token with a lot of complexity. Eventually, tier three and tier four um, even lets you. Um, Go to episode one while you're there. Episode one, we show you exactly on screen what the intended, because that's an older version, functions of QRC20 will be. Um, 
But you have a lot of options. You can add like five people Your or mic. unlimited. What? Your mic. What is wrong? What is wrong it's with my just, mic again? It's like you're driving through a tunnel or something. It's like it's not okay. bad. I can hear you, but the connection. It could also very well be my internet connection. But okay, sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay. go to episode one and 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 there or two. I don't know. Somewhere in the beginning. No, it's episode one. I looked okay. it up recently. Yeah, and, and yeah. you see kind of the development of QRC20. And, and what I at least see on Instagram a lot is that people think that the Q&T token will become QRC20. No, no, it's not exactly how it works. Q&T will just remain an ERC20. Switch, switch, on, switching batteries. Keep talking. Oh, on, um, well, on Ethereum. I just don't really see it happening, though. They are uh, going to tokenize Quant because it, it is already tokenized. It's already out there, and it's just a payment. Test. Can you hear me? Yeah, it's just the utility okay. token of Overledger. Yeah. Um, and, um, <laughs> it's it's it, it, yeah. It's not a yeah. utility token on on Overledger. You you can make it whatever you want to be on Overledger, isn't it? I'm talking about the Q&T token. Oh, we were talking right? QRC20 earlier. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, but Q&T, people think that Q&T will move to... QRC20. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. That, that is not the case. No. That we know of. No, not that we know of, so... Yeah. Because I, I, I think... And we're not sure, because in the beginning, when they talked about QRC20, they dropped it out, out of nowhere... We knew that there was a multi-ledger token coming. We didn't know what it's going to look like. And then they just throw this in our lap, threw this in our lap, and they didn't give us any information to go with this. Not not really. Um, so that's where the misconceptions started. Yeah. But we do know that using QRC20, you can turn regular tokens into MLT tokens, so multi-ledger yeah tokens and 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 that 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 was something we've been theorizing a lot go to the other episode we've explained it there um, yeah and we also found out kind of with some research that usdc most likely is a qrc20 or an mlt it at least at least is a mlt uh, yeah so, so yeah interesting stuff um but it boils down to will QNT become QRC20? I would say no. On the other hand, you're listening to the Quantum Show, so we are probably wrong. <laughs> Next point. Counter indicator. Um, so every transaction is paid for in QNT, but not every transaction is on chain or paid for immediately. This is interesting. Every transaction is paid for in QNT, but not every transaction is on chain or paid for immediately. I am I am contemplating this. I read through this thread and I thought I, w- I knew what was coming and then I apparently every transaction is paid for in QNT but not every transaction is on chain or paid for immediately. Yeah. So okay. Because some chain, transactions that... are being handled by the treasury, right? Right? Or internally on Overledger. Yes, so if on-chain means on Ethereum, then that's correct because most transactions are done off-chain. 
to be because of the limitations of Ethereum, obviously. Um, and not all transactions are paid for immediately. That could be the case if people decide or a company decides to go with an unlimited program, mm -hmm. then they probably pay afterwards. That does not mean that they use everything for free, but that means that the treasury will probably front or whatever, because if people are using my gateway, I need to get paid. Because I set a fee for my gateway, and so does Tim. Yeah. And that means that people um, need, need to pay my toll boot, because that is technically what a gateway does. It's a toll boot of sorts. <laughs> and if you want to use that, you need to pay the fee to go through. Um, and, and depending on the service and depending on the fee you set, blah, 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 blah. Um, but from that end, I'd say that there is always a payment being made. Um, but hey, arguing with just a tech guy, not sure. If you see this, uh, maybe you can elaborate a bit what, what, what you meant with this. Um, moving on. Quant has zero inflation. So, um, all 14.612, what was that, 493 tokens, 14.6 and 14 .6 million tokens are all minted. They're all circulating. After the TGE, the token generation event, there was a 12-month month vesting period for the team and their wallets. Those 12 months have ended quite some time ago. Team has been selling from those wallets. Um, How's so that every... going? By the way, how are the team models <laughs> looking? Just to interrupt you for a bit, because we had so much. Gilbert is dumping on us. He is dumping. He is manipulating the price. No. How's it going? I don't know. Uh... That, that that was quite literally the narrative for like the past. I don't know, nine, ten months. Yeah, even more, like the past couple of years. We're on Ether. Jumping on us. We're on Ether. We're on Ether scan right now. And Sorry, headphone users. What you see here is the QNT token, the burn address, the top wallet people, the 9,549,719. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is 1 billion worth of QNT. Almost. It's the burn wallet. Continue. We've explained that. Burned by the team right after the token uh, generation event. First wallet is the founder wallet. Uh, 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 oh, they have been selling. There's 1.3 million. Uh, that is the founder's wallet, right? Yeah, it should be. They sent eight hours and 10 minutes ago. 1,350,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,
24 tokens. What? This is so strange. Maybe I'm just going in circles, but... And this has 4,050 tokens. Okay. So there is movement in the team wallet, in the, in the founder's wallet. Really interesting. This address now has 4,050 QNT. Interesting be, number. Uh, they hired someone and made a deal. Hey, but how's the, mm. the, the actual... like? Uh, hmm? What? How's the actual wallet looking that they've been kind of, uh, well, selling on the market? Like, this is interesting for sure, though. I mean, we're not sure <laughs> what is happening here. We have no clue. Um, I, I, I don't know the address by heart. Smart people, if you're watching this, uh, I, the, the last time that they had like one 70... team wallet one, there it is. They had 70k left, yeah. Okay, so, so their last sales have been like 70 days ago. That's interesting. Yeah, let's see what happened 365 days ago. 25k tokens. Out 25k tokens 365 days ago. And then 400 days ago, 34k. <laughs> Hmm. Let's see where that went. I don't know. It went to KuCoin. Okay, so they sold on KuCoin 25k. Nice, even numbers. Better to do it on KuCoin. So, so their regular sell wallet is down to 68k tokens, (laughs) and the the founders wallet is actually also. Moving little bits. Interesting. Interesting. Good call, Tim. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, I mean, we've had so much doom and gloom about Quant dumping their tokens on us. People are like, fucking idiots. People need to they, shut because, down. No, no. <laughs> One second. Uh, <laughs> you get your point. Um, and also my point is kind of clear. But I just sprayed my screen. What what what, what 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 people need to understand is that we have zero inflation. That that is the original point. Let's get back to the threat. Let's go back on topic a little bit. Yeah. Um, so there's just zero inflation. The team wallet. Is... The team wa- mm-hmm. The team wallet can ru- will run out, and they cannot keep on dumping uh, quant on the market because they simply run out of Q and T at some point. They're already down to seventy k. Back in the day, they had like six, seven hundred k worth of Q and T. They cannot go much further. That that's their war chest, <laughs> and it will go down to zero eventually. But as the price of Q and T rises, they don't have to sell as much anymore because we yeah. have zero inflation, people. Yeah, yep. everything minted, everything circulating. Overledger is not DeFi interoperability, it's B2B and B2 crypto. So, okay, this is a little bit semantics, if you ask me, because Quant can also interoperate DeFi, if you will. Like we said, you can do Polygon, you can do Ethereum, you can do XTC, you can do whatever you want. It is not business to consumer. 
So he's right in that regard. They are technically not servicing us, the DGENs, directly. Um, so B2 Crypto would be, in this case, uh, like I said, the, the Ethereums and the Polygons of this world. Um, but yeah, not specific DeFi interoperability. Overledger does data. And I wanted to make that point earlier. If you think outside of crypto, if you think outside of money, and you think data, and you think healthcare, or you think smart cities, or you think um, digital identity, um, all those types of things, quant only talks code. Talk quant doesn't overledger doesn't talk money, and because it talks code, it can learn. Everything. As Google, it is not limited. It just does what either end wants it to do. And, and it does it well and quick. Um, so it is much broader than than merely DeFi or crypto. Yeah, it, it, it is an operating system. So you could literally let the program do whatever you want. Yeah. Overledger, ISO 222.0. Compliant ISO 222 is, or 20,022, whatever you want, is incorporated in the blockchain ISO standards, which Overledger is in compliance with and is even founded by the CEO. Um, <coughs> somebody made a thread today. Um, I, I forgot who it was. Addressing this specifically. So the ISO, the International Standards Organization, they uh, have a technical committee. The technical committee 307, that's what TC stands for, is founded by Gilbert. <laughs> and Gilbert even shared in his origin story that looking at ISO 20,022, um, it, it, it partly inspired him to, uh, to do more with that and create a blockchain standard. And TC307 is all about standards for blockchain and DLT. So is Overledger ISO 20022 compliant? Yes. And also why? Because it is merely a TradFi messaging standard. So it's just an agreement to how things are written up. How are things conveyed from A to B? If everybody uses the same way of writing something down, it's like the Western alphabet. Everybody in the Western world uses the same alphabet. Yep. And, and you have QWERTY keyboards, and you have Azerity keyboards, and you have God knows what other keyboards. And those are also compliant to certain standards, but those are for, for those specific countries. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in this case, this is just an agreement. How do we send messages to each other? So it is nothing exciting. It is nothing to get all worked up about. And please, ladies and gentlemen, do not base your investment decision on something being ISO 20,022 compliant. Because <laughs> seems yeah, like think... just a simple uh -huh. checkbox. But but people are actually basing their 
investment decisions on on this being part of the deal. Yeah, I I remember a threat, and I'm not sure. If I'm grabbing some water in the meantime. Keep talking. Oh, okay. I'm actually just talking to you. Uh, that's fine. Um, I can hear you. Know, you. I, yeah, yeah. I, I remember threats somewhere this weekend or so. I guess it was Sunday. I don't know. Monday. Earlier this week. Uh, and um, in that thread, some guy on Twitter put out that um, we need to deal and acknowledge the fact that, that, that Quant isn't uh, ISO 20, what is it, 20? I only said it like 10 times, 2022. 2022. Yeah. Compliant itself or something like that. And I was yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, sure, can... but the, the 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 networks that it connects are so. What, what does it even matter? No, it doesn't. No, it's it's you're sure, and and I think people were fighting <laughs> over nothing here. I was like, this is Twitter. It's a dumpster fire. I just told people yeah. uh, that was in the Dutch chat. Hey, go outside, see the sun, enjoy for a bit. Next yeah. point. Um... Overledger's transaction filtering and ordering layer is patented. Okay. So there's a little bit of teeny weeny tiny whiny nuance in that. The filtering and ordering layer is patent pending. There is no patent granted yet. This is all public information. Um, you can look that up through the but I got no patent office. Anything. Not my cup of tea. Too many numbers. But um Quant filed for two patents. They filed for an MLT patent and they filed for the overledger messaging and ordering layer patent. Um, the TLDR is they filed it in 2019, if I remember correctly. You see the picture with Paolo Tasca and Gilbert proudly showing how they filed it. Um, they work slowly at the patent office. They filed a patent in the US, the EU, and I believe Japan, Switzerland, <laughs> a couple of countries. And um, it, it is pending everywhere. Is this terrible? No, it is not terrible. And I'll try and explain why. QRC21. QRC21. Tim and I thought that up. We created that. Quamfi Retirement Crew uh, Club 2021. That's when we that's when we met. So the Quamfi Retirement Club QRC21 is our brainchild. We have created this. We use the hashtag first. So it is our intellectual property. It owns, it's owned by the Quamfi Show. If we ever want to get this copyrighted or patented. We could, and it would give some additional rights. The way it is right now, it is not officially patented. It is not copyrighted, but it is ours. If Gilbert hears this and decides to create a merch shop with all QRC21 merch, he's going to have a problem because that will be plagiarism. Same goes for the picture that you just stole from our website or from your sister and posted it as your own. 
That's plagiarism. You stole that. Somebody else created it and you used it. That is illegal everywhere. So quant overledger is already protected just by common law. Uh, you created this, it's yours, you're protected. A patent adds a, a little bit extra, um, a little bit of extra safety, but also a little bit extra risk because if you file for a patent means it's becoming public and it's part of the plan because then other inventors and other creators can then look at what you built and try and recreate that in their own way and maybe find a better solution. So it stimulates innovation, but they cannot use the same, <coughs> sorry for that. They cannot use the same technology as you did. And here is where it gets a, a, a little bit difficult because it, it needs to be a tech solution for a patent to get uh, granted. And the first argument that the patent office had was that this is a software solution, a coding solution, hence it not being a tech solution, uh, not being like really technological. But obviously those definitions are right now blurring. Those lines between those are blurring because so many things these days are now software. Think of, of, of solutions for interfaces or buttons or interaction models or whatever. Too tacky for me to dive further into that, um, but it's a counter argument. But every time when a decision, quote unquote decision is made, you can object and you go and go all the way up to the Supreme Court in the United States if you want. Every time it takes a couple of months to a couple of years before you are the next in line again. In the meantime, you have the protection that a patent would give ish other people can obviously challenge and now it's going to get a, a, a patent talk and this is a quantum show so that's not the idea if you want to know more go to the count chill of quant um on telegram link is in the description and you can look messages from dh or use the search term patent and patent pending you can find all the details right there regarding this there is one other higher form of protection and that one is the best and that is trade secrets um, but if you want to qualify for that you need to jump through so many hoops and then your tech will also fall under nda and all these other difficult things that you would potentially want if you develop nuclear missiles or fission reactors or fusion reactors and stuff like that, but not necessarily for overledger. Yeah. It is very complicated. And, and the reason <laughs> we haven't really... I mean, we, we did touch upon the patents in terms of, hey, it was on the news uh, this week. Actually, it's already two months back, back in May. Uh, but it is very complex. And, and, and we cannot easily explain this. You're not did it made a very good attempt if you ask, ask me however uh, it's complicated stuff and it's just uh well a legal juridical uh jungle that we yeah. are entering and and we, we are no experts at all yes anyways but um, the bottom line quant is not patented yet it is patent pending, pending. but 
and that's the last thing I'm going to say about this. It is common, quote unquote, practice for people to say that their product is patented while it is not. Is this illegal? Yes. The fine is £1,000 for, for doing that. So a lot of people, uh, companies choose to just use patented as a deterrent maybe or for other reasons unknown. Um, and this is all just regurgitated from memory from what I read in Council and some other groups. Absolutely not financial or patent advice. <laughs> um, okay. I regained my breath again. I was totally out of breath just from talking there. Fucking disgusting. Next point. Because we are, have a huge thread still to go. No, it's not huge. Oh. It's not huge. Uh, okay. MDAPs. Do not need to worry about native blockchain forks, code changes, consensus changes. This is all handled by Overledger. Uh, yeah. So because MDAPs are multi-chain dApps, they are created by us, the community, or by enterprises, and they are on Overledger. They are built on the Overledger side of things. They're Overledger native, meaning that whenever an update is pushed through Overledger, all MDAPs could shoot updates together with that. So, um, as soon as there is a fork or code change or consensus change, whatever, um, that is obviously being announced well in advance. Um, and, and, and everybody that is on, because it is decentralized, most of those networks, mind you. So th the lead times are generally long. Sometimes there's probably an emergency, which could happen, but, but still, if you keep your uh, your ear to the ground, which the treasury will do, you can update accordingly quickly. And they will just push the update to the MDAPs. And um, from my understanding, they will just update automatically. It, it, it's kind of like auto-update on your Play Store app or your App Store. I rarely have to update an app because it does it all automatically. And, and that will go be the same with that. And that will also automatically update all the connected blockchains. So if you have a tier, what was it? Tier one or tier three? So you have that's three blockchains, Bitcoin, ETH, and, uh, and XRP. Let's say they update the ETH uh, side of things. Then Overledger and the treasury or the, the, yeah, the treasury behind that We'll make sure that that update gets pushed also to that MDAP so that it doesn't fall behind and becomes incompatible. Is that a little bit clear, Tim? Kind of. So it's just Overledger being an operating system and therefore every MDAP is ultimately part of Overledger, making it easier to update and do stuff with it. Yeah. <laughs> In a nutshell. All, all goes automatically. So staking is not lending. It's a security mechanism for community gateways to provide secure access to public blockchains. Yeah. So 
what what you do, and we talked about this in the beginning, so we're going to keep this short. Going to have the payment channel. Uh, no, we didn't talk about this. We talked about this off cam. Um, so when you run a gateway, you're going to have a Q&T address. You're going to have an operator address. Mind you, this can all change. This is old 2020 information, and there have been no changes in the meantime, but expect this to change. <laughs> no technical advice. So you're going to have a Q&T address, a Q&T wallet, and you're going to have an operator address or an operator wallet. Both contain Q&T, but the Q&T address um, contains the largest sum. That is your quote-unquote stake. The amount you have, for lack of a better word, staked in that uh, wallet allows for your gateway to receive a certain amount of traffic, priority, etc. That QT stays there. That doesn't go anywhere. If anything, that amount gets bigger over time because you get paid fees and you can then simply throw them in that gateway again and gain a larger part of the supply. The operator address contains a small amount of QT that is used to handle transactions um, and uh, also to uh, that gets fucked. Um, when, whenever you have malicious behavior on chain, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. can get punished. It's not the right word, but it is punished. You can get punished, and, and that could cost you some QT. Again, this, this could be old uh, penalized. No, different word. Oh, well. So, so, so that is more liquid. But staking. In, in this case, is not lending because you do not send Q&T to, to other people for them to use as they please with the promise of a return on your end. No. So your, your stack on your ledger is, is, is just your stack on your ledger. And nobody uh, can touch that if you do not give them explicit permission. Nick I think the the way M uh, just a tech guy, I mean, uh, explains this, um, it's just for the fact that in the staking mechanism, as it was announced back to 2018, 2019, which could all be uh, different right now, we don't know, um, could all be subject to change, is that you simply buy your access to run a gateway. And because you buy a Q&T, you buy your festival token, you buy a secure access to the network. You're not lending your Q&T to other people. You just run a gateway that processes transactions. And every transaction you process grants you a little bit of Q&T. And you do that enough And you're at the festival. Yearly. I'm sorry. Um, you, you will you will kind of stack Q and T doing so, but you're not actually lending your your Q and T to other people. That would be oh, like that. Yeah, pool. yeah. So you can have your operate uh, your Q and T wallet just be your ledger, and you only give uh, the, the treasury the rights to kind of look at it in a way. Yeah, let's go to your other point. This yeah. isn't going nowhere. Staking is kind of a disaster so far. Let's. Uh, you didn't pretend you didn't. Here it is. 
<laughs> Next point. Okay. Clients. Clients are not affected by token price volatility. Fees are stable to fiat. Okay, so this is also beating a dead horse. We told this a million times. Enterprise pays fiat. They do not have to go onto Uniswap, get ETH, buy Q&T, send ETH again because they accidentally... What if uh, j Powell goes to uh, Uniswap to uh, buy uh, e- a quant? How is that going to work? Is that how the Fed will, uh, will acquire quant? That, that was literally the thought. <laughs> okay. People are idiots. Now, so everybody just pays in, Q- uh, in, in, in fiat. The enterprise side of things, community side, you're paying QT because we DGENs are um, well well aware of how we uh, need to uh, to do those things. But enterprise, you do not want to bother with buying ETH, going to Uniswap, buying QT tokens, accidentally spending all their ETH, needing to send ETH again to then ship tokens to the treasury. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a hassle. It's not going to happen. So they pay fiat. And the benefit of this is that even if the Q&T price gets 1 million each, it does not matter. Because also the fees on the Overledger network are denominated in fiat. So that means, obviously, there is inflation, but fiat is quote-unquote stable. And that means that no matter how big the price how high the price of Q&T goes, their costs and their risks, mind you, risks is the most important thing, will remain the same. Example was the MICA thing. If a bank wants, that, that operates under the, 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 the current suggested MICA uh, regulation, then they will need to have 1,250% backing of a crypto asset so in this case QNT. imagine owning 1000 QNT. the price is 1 million I'm, I'm not gonna dare calculate with the zeros but that means that if the price goes up 10% that means you need to have a fuck ton of extra collateral like that mate and yeah, that, that's going to be a hassle. So you do not want to burden banks or enterprises with holding that filthy uh, crypto. So Quant doesn't. Um, Quant simply charges them fiat and converts whatever they need. Uh, they pay in fiat and the treasury converts to Q&T so they can do their business. Some businesses probably don't even know that QNT token exists and that is fine because they don't care for that they are not in the crypto speculating businesses as dgens they are running a business and they need interoperability and sometimes we lose track of that it seems yeah sorry for uh, my uh, impersonation there <laughs> it's just a bit of a personal frustration i remember a guy in a confluence called morocco and he mm. uh, literally quite literally literally brought up that that example <laughs> is the central bank literally going to uniswap to buy qnt i kid you not that was fought back in the day good yeah. next point 
QNT is a utility token per FINMA guidelines. Yeah, yeah. Quant is not a security. Um, also, often returning FUD. There was no ICO for the United States. USA was excluded. That's one. There was no uh, selling of tokens before code was deployed or there was anything operational. There was a product, and then the token was sold because it actually serves a purpose. <clears throat> the token does not give you any rights to profit, dividends, or any other form of payment. The token does not give you equity in the company. It doesn't give you any rights for decision-making or voting or stuff like that. And it is... <clears throat> I'm sorry. Mm. And it is not uh, been, been, been pushed, been stimulated um, to be promoted, those types of things. So they were very clear from the beginning. Their ICO was done by big four companies. KPMG was named. And it was all settled through uh, some Swiss uh, company. I forgot. So there is no... Uh, it also reads here, American investors could not participate in the ICO due to regulatory unclarity. That is straight from Gilbert the horse's mouth. Um so there's there's no re real risk to that. Additions, Tim. No, you made your point. They are completely compliant. Um, they are playing according to the rules of the game, which uh, gives me a proper night's sleep. Werner is uh, coughing again. Yeah, coughing a lot. Okay. Um, Overledger gateways can handle any amount of transactions due to horizontal scaling. It can never bottleneck a deal. You're not sharing at the moment. Thanks. Uh, so, Overledger gateways can handle any amount of transactions due to horizontal scaling. It can never bottleneck the DLTs used by the clients. Yeah, so this is the benefit of not being a blockchain or a DLT, because if you are a blockchain, you always have limitations. You either choose for security or for speed generally. And if you take away on one end, because you want to, oh, sorry, if you want to add on one end, you have to probably take away on the other because security um, and speed don't really mix in general. Think of a race car. Um, so there's always choices that need to be made. And since Quant um, uses Kubernetes, as does Google for their scaling, um, they, they do not have that problem. They also do not have that problem because they deal in code. They do not deal with tokens or coins or whatever. They can transact value for sure. Uh, but eventually the secure asset trans uh, transfer protocol will do that just so the shipping of, of a physical or one well, physical but the, the the currency side of things in a more more secure way through gateways <clears throat> but overledger is about data and and data can scale pretty easily um yeah mdaps can be built using any programming language you'd like now right now to my knowledge there are 12 
<laughs> Software Software Development Languages. Kit. Yeah. Wat zeg je? SDK, is dat right? Or is dat something else? Like... Uh, so that those are Software Development Kits. Oh, uh, that's I something else. That's... Sorry, I'm not a programmer, guys. <laughs> See, um, Overledger 217, QSC20 smart contracts, and uh, that's not what I was looking for. Yeah, I think there are 12, just to get this short, there are 12 uh, programmer languages, and I think we, so yeah, we've definitely been talking about this before, and I remember Son, Son and L uh, tweeting on, on Twitter, um, Yep. That, that is kind of significant uh, mm-hmm. because, well, it gives developers easy access uh, to, uh, well, to program on Overledger. You can, you can just program using a language you already know. You don't have to specifically learn another language to um, start programming with Overledger. Especially since there are only what like two hundred thousand DLT engineers in the world, something like that—a very small number of people. So uh, having more programming languages makes it much easier and more accessible to uh, to work with this. Good stuff. You yeah, stop so sharing. I yeah, I did. Overledger natively supports 12 programming languages so that no additional programming or blockchain language is required. Furthermore, QRC20 smart contracts can be deployed straight to the Ethereum Robson testnet directly by the user interface. This new smart contract functionality in Overledger is an important milestone. So it was indeed in 2.1.7. And we'll put this in the description. The description. (laughs) Next point. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're actually going through the thread. Lovely. Yeah. Um, MDAPs can be built using any programming language. We just That's did that. Just 100% of the Q&T supply. 100% is circulating, excluding utility lockups. And the company was... Bad finger. The company wallets are not subject to vesting since a couple of years. They can sell any day they want. Have been checked the operational water reserves. Well, we just did. This is what we spoke about. The following purposes to company reserves will be vested for 12 months from the end of the TGE. We cannot touch these for 12 months. Approximately half of the reserve tokens will be redistributed between founders, partners, staff members, advisors, and service fees for third-party providers subject to a 12-month holding period. The remaining 57% of the reserve over the years for operational costs for the development of the quant ecosystem. The end. The end. The, the end. That the was end. it. Oh, we're butchering this. People Liebe Freunde, das, 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 das war es. Yeah. I, yeah. I was wondering, I have lithium-ion AA batteries, rechargeables. They have a USB port. What do you guys think? Do I need to have a lithium ion charger for this? Because I do have one for my vape batteries, but those are 4.2 volts. This is 1.5. I was wondering if I, if I could just, because I got two USB cables with it, but this is just a, a hub. I'm scared to plug them in because a lithium ion fire, ion fire is, is, is metal. And, and my fire extinguisher is, is only A, B, C and not D. So I'm afraid if I 
charge this wrongly and it will explode, it will burn the house down. Give me some electrical advice. Can, Are can, you an can, electrical engineer? Can, can, can I charge this with regular USB? I probably have already tried before you respond, but please do. Anyway. I want to wrap this up, Tim. My voice is... Uh, <laughs> my, my throat is killing You're, me right uh, now. It, it's a messy episode, but it, I love it. We went through a lot. Yeah. We're not done yet, though. No. Oh, yeah, really we have the questions. On Instagram. Yeah, let's, let's go through Ooh. them for a bit. That's, are you ready? Sh shall I try it on camera? Because right, I'll just plug in the USB right now. At least it's recorded if it goes wrong. Uh, uh, this, it, it does a red light. Does does that does that mean it's charging, or is that, does that mean it's the red light of death? I'll just plug in a second one as well. My heart is pounding. I know these lithium ion batteries. If they explode, it's 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 terrible. Vape battery. Have you ever seen a vape battery explode? That's quite not. something. That's quite okay, something. Okay, let's... Yeah, go oh, go yeah. with the thing. I'll go grab a plate from it. Your know is gone. Okay. <laughs> this is a... Ooh, it's my show now. It's a one-man yeah. show. Uh, Just in so case. The first question uh, reads, uh, well, Quant LCX, LCX and then a handshake. So the Quant LCX partnership. What can we say about that? Well, they, they've they've partnered somewhere last year, I think June mm -hmm. 2021, May 2021, somewhere there. Might have been April 2021. Anyway, let, let's say spring 2021, they partnered. Once it's available on LCX, I think LCX will... Greg says their partnership is probably just an enterprise gateway. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. I have no clue. I uh, I noted at the interview. Um, I know LCX is uh, is regulated. They want to be. Um, they got the the SEC claiming their security, their token. Most of the information I just regurgitated to you guys is what I read from a thread earlier, created by Monty Betzker himself. <sighs> Combating the, the claims of them being a security. Um, I, I, I don't know. They are Better regulated. than the rest. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what the partnership LCX, entails. Let's go. It's uh, Quant also had a partnership with Point Metro. And that, that also, well, no, not also, that kind of became a dud with hmm. uh, with Kevin reaching out several times, Oliver reaching out several times and 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 not getting response from from the team for some reason. Um I don't know. So uh, what the status is of this. So I also don't do not know for LCX. You also tried a partnership. <laughs> yeah I don't think got any um, <laughs> next person says, I love QT. Well, we do too, sir. Uh, what price yeah, do more? we see in 2025? Come again? Uh, what is the price we expect in 2025? Do we really Oof. need to? I mean, we've, we've, we've been talking about this like 10 figures. 
Next question. How long? No, will the... no, no, no. I, I, I feel we, I feel we have to be five in twenty twenty five. I, I still believe that the the one trillion market cap in twenty thirty. But like I said earlier, a couple of episodes back, it is much easier to make a long term prediction in this space because then you can go by the growth of 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 the entire. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the growth projections of the entire world. You're talking about a much longer trend line. Um, if we follow the channel we are in right now, and we re- we keep this channel log, um, that then we we will be well over 20k in 2025, if I remember correctly, and that would mean that in 2030 we we will have blasted through the 100k, 100k. Um, but but will the will the trend remain? I think not. I think we'll break it upwards. Um, but but we'll see. Um, but yeah, longer term projections are easier, given if the coin survives. Simply because of this is such a nascent. Uh, hey, let's cut this short here. Uh, let's say twenty twenty five is kind of for horizon. We we've we've talked about the. 2030 prediction with uh, Royal Paul, right? Yeah, we did. And 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 let's say 2025 that's is like the, a whole that's framework. That's the episode with Greg Lund. Yeah, you can find how long it will in the, the cards. Uh-huh. How long will the bear market last? That's the same person. You have a clue? Can we uh, put a timestamp on this? What's the end of the bear market? I don't know. What's a bear market? <laughs> I don't know. I think we're we've already u- bottomed. I think we're in a utility bottomed. market right now, comrades. I don't know. Nah, we're, we're we're tied to stocks. We're tied to the entire system, and we are also dependent on what is happening on chain. Uh, if it are licenses, it could very well be a utility pump. We don't know. I think we've bottomed, but that is just my wrong interpretation, probably because you're listening to the Quantum Show. You never know. Uh, it almost feels like Q and T is being pumped. All platforms are talking about it. Um, we are talking about Q and T every week, once on Wednesday in Dutch and once on Friday in English. We are the comfiest show on the internet. Thank you so much for watching. Now, um, taking the piss here, I don't know. Um, it feels like it's being pumped. I think Quant having only sixty thousand wallets. And the scope of what it is trying to achieve, literally connecting continents and literally um, working hand in hand with the regulators and the governments and the banks, um, I think people could actually be waking up. And the price action that defied Bitcoin the last month um, was also, uh, I think, a pretty mean catalyst. Um it, it it could be anything, but what is not happening is that the team is pumping anything, I think... or that there are entities paid or paying. Uh... No, well, well, I think what is happening is that we do have a very strong uh, what that Marlow Wall guy once said. Look back, I'm, uh, I feel like Grandpa. So. Uh... Tonight, like, oh, very strong about this. Here it was six months ago in crypto. Yeah. No, sorry. Um, 
we, we talked about with the Marlo Wall. I don't know how the guy is called. Like the father on uh, Twitter who thinks he's a genius. Uh, and he called Quant one of those fan club tokens. And mm. fan club tokens have this one aspect, what makes them really attractive. And that uh, is that they have, well, as the name, as the name says, it's a fan club. So whenever uh, the the well the momentum uh, changes upwards, it gets bullish. The fan club starts cheering for their team. It's like a stadium, woo, of cheer- cheering people, and that's literally what happens. So that's why you have the feeling that Quant is being pumped a lot. Well, in reality, nothing has changed. It's just yeah. our own momentum. We are all because we all know what's coming. Uh, whenever we see kind of that that like that. How do I say like the confirmation? We all start cheering again, and we can get pretty loud, all of us. Okay, um, yeah, there were some other questions, but I'm just not gonna touch them. I'm not gonna touch them with a ten feet pole. Good. Give give, give us one. No, 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 no. You 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 don't want to. You you don't want to uh, because okay. then I'll turn into a, grump, a grumpy grandpa. Okay. I already told you so. Yeah. I'm oh, getting the same way, questions every week. So I, I, I found the manufacturer of the batteries and it reads you can charge the voltage is five volts. So uh the red light is probably because they are empty. And um I'm I'm not gonna blow myself up. I'm sorry. I know you would have loved to see me with my hair on fire, but not today, uh comrades. Okay. Uh dear. That would have been fun, though. <laughs> yeah, man. That's why I did yeah, it. I, I, I didn't dare for a week or two. And then I was like, okay, I got the camera rolling. Let's fucking do it. You I could have been one it... of those hmm? professors from a movie where they conduct an experiment and, and yeah, just exactly. their hair is all blown up. And exactly, and, exactly, exactly. I, yeah. Okay. So, okay. do we have well, any afterburners? Do we have any other... Not necessarily. I think we covered everything. Um, wow, kind of... it's hundred and three dollars. Dollars. No, no, not necessarily. I think we've Give covered me dollar, dollar, yeah. and hundred and two euro. I think we we kind of covered everything at this point. Um, sure, there, oh. there there there's a ton of stuff we didn't cover yet, but there will be another episode next week. We will mm-hmm. be back, and I think we got the general gist of what's going on. Did we um, see the last time in the English episode also that they changed the supply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we touched upon that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, there is not much more to say. Yeah. And thank you. I want to thank you guys. Sorry for redirecting and editing uh, Yarno a bit this episode. I did that for the purpose that I want to make snippets, the stuff I can uh, put out on the interwebs. Problem is that it's really annoying because both Twitter and Instagram are terrible for 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 longer term videos, and they they both limit you to um, what is it? Instagram is really annoying that li- limits you to a one minute video, so it's extremely difficult to get yeah, the so, long. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna grab these snippets and we're gonna make a short playlist. And we'll just upload them to the YouTube so you can post the links on the socials and people get just redirected to the YouTube channel. 
the first time I'm hearing this. Let's uh, let's uh, see if we can work that out. <laughs> now, this is a work in progress. We need to see how we yeah. do this. But uh, the point I wanted to make is that Twitter and Instagram are really difficult for me to uh, post uh, videos and stuff. And especially in this content where we start talking about something that I start screaming, that Yarno starts chasing down mosquitoes and he goes into a sideway someone posting a twitter thread like nine months ago and you go into it's really difficult and uh the only moments i feel like i can post snippets in is when jarno is just on the well yeah that you on topic and he's just going for it but usually yeah. that's not really the case we go everywhere and then we reach the destination just like today thank you for listening don't forget to subscribe uh, if you haven't already done so, uh, press the notification bell, give us a like, and uh, well, interact a bit with our content uh, because it really helps us. It, the algorithm is loving it. Um, and and we love we're it loving it. Yeah. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Good. Um, yeah, that was it. See you nice outro. Week. Good job, Tim. Catch you later, guys. Stay comfy. Stay comfy.